How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? You don't know that I got to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. Heartbreaker, love maker, backbreaker. But then I made a mistake. Yes, I fell in love with this ill chick. Sweating me for money, my name in the deals, Nick. My homies told me drop her, cause it would be to my benefit. She used to say I'd better quit. Hanging with those derelicts. Romancing is my thing, but I can swing with no scheming hoes. Wherever my beamer goes, you know that I'm driving. Surviving in the 90s is a muscle I trust. That everyone listen up. As my vocals give thrust, I bust my rhymes first. Never chasing a skirt, do much work. While other suckers need more time to rehearse. Now back to the ex-girls, ex-lovers, ex-friends It made me mad to find that she was only after my ends She phones me and goes on about her new life now I wish she knew right now I think she's busted, let's discuss it When I was with her, no trust, just fights Just the he say, she say, and the neighborhood highlights Now I got my new girl, or as I say, my baby doll But still I'm getting crazy cause my ex-girls got balls Don't wanna play the field cause I get loving at home base Don't give me no long face, just exit with grace You and I are the past Hypocrites always want to play innocent, always want to take it to the full out extent, always want to make it seem like good intent, never want to face it when it's time for punishment. I know that you don't want to hear my opinion, but there come many paths. And you must choose one and if you don't change then the rain soon come. So then you might win some but you just lost one. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And the almost co-hosted this one, right? <laughs> <laughs> the third co-host, Will, he's in the house. Yes, What's up, everybody? Yeah, it's like every other week, y'all. Yeah, and now we have the mo- officially the most people ever on the podcast at the same time. I know. Four and like three, three two-thirds quarters. or three quarters. Um, Will's wife, T, is in here. Speak to the people, T. Hi, people. And um, I say that extra... Uh, two thirds, not because she's fat. Um, she actually that ass is fat though. She, <laughs> Whoa, that ass too fat. Um, she uh, but she actually is pregnant. 
Yes, so, our first pregnant person. Yes, yes. we have our first uh, baby on the podcast. Yeah, time. I was, I was my first person for a long time because I don't plan on having any. Kind of <laughs> so I'm making that crystal clear out there for you folks. We good. Stop asking. So let's corrupt. Uh, let's go ahead and get into corrupting this seed. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, and this episode is actually sponsored also. Uh, but this one is sponsored by Genesis Incorporated. Cool. Um, they are an expert, uh, expert carpet steam cleaning uh, company. They do residential, commercial, and like car cleaning. Um, and they do the greater Charlotte area. So if you're listening to this and you're not in, you know, somewhere within an hour or two of Charlotte, then maybe don't worry about it. Unless you're driving through Charlotte and you're like, damn, this car needs some steam cleaning. And then you just pull over <laughs> to the side of the road. And you call 704-488-0814. And uh, the email address for them is Logica, L-O-G, like Logic, with the A at the end, at Hotmail.com. And that get any easier than that. Uh, So if you guys want to call them, um, get some carpets cleaned, I know that they do a great job. Um, Just definitely, they're spreading through word of mouth and whatnot, but... Sometimes they're almost too busy to get everything done uh, for a lot of people just because they're doing such a good job. It's one of those things where it's like our bandwidth, where we have to keep paying for more bandwidth. Yes. But it's a good thing because that means you guys like it, you know? Yes. So um, make sure you call them 704-488-0814. Yes. Um, you know you people tired of looking at that copper stain where your cat done peed or your kid done peed. <laughs> <laughs> get them to clean that up, guys. Or some of y'all, you probably done peed like... Getting a little too drunk. Yeah. No, I know how y'all do. Drop a deuce in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, coming up next week on Wednesday, I'm going to be live on Ed the Sports Fan. Oh, shit. Uh, on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, it's a sports radio show done on the internet. Cool. And uh, it's from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. So just go to Blog Talk Radio. Search uh, for uns- the Unsportsmanlike Conduct Show. And uh, it should come up, and you can actually listen to me live, and they have like a chat room, and you can chat about the crazy shit that I'm going to be saying. Um, The show's kind of clean, because I asked him, like, is it clean? (laughs) (laughs) Like, can I curse or can I not curse? And he was like, well, it's kind of clean, but if you need to curse for emphasis, it's okay. So I was like, oh, maybe y'all should listen to my podcast. Yes. So you can we see about. the plain curse or you can say damn. Right, yeah. <laughs> and hell. Yeah. I'm like, what was this damning ass hell man thinking? <laughs> Shut the front door. Yeah. <laughs> Why the face? Was he talking to me like that? But, um, yeah, so I'm going to be on there from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. next Wednesday. So we'll probably have to record the podcast like Tuesday or oh, Thursday. Oh, that's fine. All right, so speaking of the podcast. Okay. You can call the show. Yes, you can. And our number is 704-557-0186. And you can leave us a voicemail. You can't call in live. I mean, you could, but I ain't going to answer that shit. So you can can call and you can leave a voicemail. And uh, we'll play it on the show. And speaking of voicemails, we have a voicemail. So you want to go ahead and play our first, well, only voicemail? Yeah, let's hear what somebody has to say. All right. Hey, Ron, Naked, and this is Michelle. Um, the show is almost like being at the random table back when we are in college, so love it, love it, love it, love it. So, let me get to where I want to talk about. Facebook and MySpace. Why <laughs> does media use it? It is such a gold mine of information about people. The first thing you do as a journalist in this new media age 
if you look for someone's Facebook or MySpace page, A, because you find out who they're related to for possible interviews. You find out where they work. You find out where they went to school. You find out who their friends are. And you look at their page and see, well, what kind of person can you glean from those details? Plus, a lot of people don't properly set their privacy settings or they don't set them at all. So you can get someone, in some cases, their address, their email address, their telephone number, their IM address. I mean, there's so much information to be going through a Facebook page. And also MySpace, you know, pictures that you can use in the media. So, I mean, I can't say it's all part of due diligence. You can't really kill the media for going there because it's all part of the research you do. And people have made it a lot easier with avenues like uh, Facebook, MySpace, even YouTube. Um, YouTube is now found out about those two guys who opened fire on West Memphis police in Little Rock, Tennessee area on the border over there. They had a whole YouTube page of what they were doing, father and son, these seminars they held to educate people on ways that they thought would help them sort of evade taxes. Briefly speaking, allegedly. So that's what it is. I mean, these days it's YouTube, MySpace, Facebook. We're looking at it. So if you flip up and you end up on the news, guess how we find out the information? It's all up there online and it's because you put it there. Um... Let's see. There was something else you guys addressed that I thought was pretty. Oh, here it is. Waka Flocka Flames. <laughs> I listened to that song, Hard in the Paint, for the first time. Because I don't, A, I'm like you, I don't usually listen to the, ra- the radio. And when I do hear it, hear it here, and we're about to put those one, two, set beats, but so simple. It's like, oh my God, there's nothing, no food for my brain. And the appeal of Waka Flocka, you guys may have mentioned this, is that. The beat is hot. Like the beat, the bass is like I feel it like invading my bones. I just want to bounce to it. And then when I hear him start rapping, it's like, oh, cool. ah. good. that sounds good. Not necessarily a fan of the rapping. I'm a fan of the beat. <laughs> so um, I did have a couple of other um, comments, but I'm gonna email that to you. You know, you guys gonna handle that. You know, you got it. So, shout out to you, Rod, and to you, Karen, and to Will. I call this a Rod. I think you should be the unofficial, or maybe the official co-host now on. So, you got the record of the When will his wing night guys get a stop at being on the podcast? That's what I want to know. I'm trying to talk to Derek. I'm trying to hear what you got to say. Anyway, um, enjoy the podcast. Look forward to hearing from you. All right. Bye. Uh, thank you, Michelle, for calling. Um, she made a lot of points. I tried to write them down. Um, the We Night people. Hey, I've invited some of them here. Yeah. I, Travis I don't, has been on here. Travis has been on. PD's been on. Yeah. Andrew's scared to come on. Why? Um, I don't know. Oh. Derek uh, don't yeah. go anywhere without five miles of his house when it comes to driving. Yes. We might do remote with him. No, I refuse. If you live in Charlotte... Come your ass over to the crib. <laughs> sure, I live all the way on the other side of town. If I can make it, they can make it. Yeah, I'm not going to be doing no half-quality-ass podcast if I don't have to. Like, I, I don't like Skype podcasts. I don't like phone podcasts unless it's really done well. Like, And there has to be a chemistry there. You know, there has to be a lot of things to get it right. And it makes editing a little bit harder, too. So it's like, if you can get here, 
Get your ass over here. So, uh, the invite's been extended to all those people, and I told them, anytime y'all want to come on, let me know. Yeah. But if they just too... do it on the weekends. Yeah. Some of them listen to the podcast, and they just don't come over. And if they too pussy to come over, you know what I'm saying, face a black man in a black home, because y'all too racist, <laughs> then I don't... I mean, what can I say about that, you know? It just says a lot about real friendship, you know? Uh, Waka Flocka, it does feel like it's invading your bones, the beats... Yes. But so does like bone cancer, <laughs> rickets and shit like that. I'm, I can't be giving that nigga too much credit for having good beats. I, I can listen to the instrumental. Yeah, man. You know what? Um, Diddy's song, Good Morning, Hello, mm-hmm. Good Morning. Mm-hmm. I love the beat to that shit. But when Diddy started rapping this shit, it just ruined it. But <laughs> So I went and downloaded the instrumental. I was just jared my dad to the instrumental. <laughs> I was like, this shit is hard. I need to put somebody else on this bitch. Yeah. Shuffle. Of course. All right. Of it's, course. It's like finding out, uh, it's like watching a porno and then finding out that it's Lawrence Fishburne's dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, man, now y'all ruined my childhood. Get an ugly picture in here. Yeah, I remember Cowboy Curtis, you know. Now I can't stop picturing Cowboy Curtis. Um, <laughs> but I didn't hear about those two dudes shooting at the Memphis police. Did y'all hear that story? No. No. So I guess I gotta Google that shit. So, uh, but yeah, that I can't believe they had a YouTube channel talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> like idiots. You know what I hate? The West Memphis police. We should shoot them niggas. Oh, get the video camera. Get the video camera. Put this on YouTube. Let's let the world know how dumb we are. Um, and yeah, you guys, the media using Facebook, Michelle's in the media. Yeah. So the media using Facebook, I mean, that just seems inevitable. Yeah. yeah. Like people put so much shit out there, man, and they don't know their privacy settings. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've seen like people break up on Facebook. Yeah. Lord, my cousin did that shit. Yeah. So he's just like not in a relationship <laughs> and then the next status to say something like, Seems so happy to be free or whatever. It's just like single and living. Yeah, I'm finding myself again. Yeah, <laughs> I had to start doing me for me, and you're like, okay, we get Loving it. Me again. He cheated again. <laughs> like then when y'all get back together, I gotta damn go through this again. That's why I never like those comments. You know how you can pick like uh, on on Facebook or you can leave a comment on someone's status if you break up with somebody or it says like Alicia is single I never say like cause if your ass get back with him now I look like the asshole like I saw you like that comment nigga <laughs> like yeah nigga I don't like you yeah. <laughs> I was hope I was rooting for the breakup I was trying to be subtle with him but you always just say it <laughs> fuck you so um <laughs> don't forget that we are um the official the official weapon of the podcast is the taser and the unofficial sport of the podcast is bullet ball. Oh, bullet, bullet ball, ball on the stream. <laughs> bullet ball for you. Bullet ball for me. <laughs> it's easy to do. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole video you got the, the girl in the wheelchair playing oh, the dude yeah. standing. That's terrible. Yeah, you never realized she was getting her ass toasted. Oh. <laughs> My point. <laughs> Clack, clack, clack. My point. Um, <laughs> don't forget also, you can go to Podomatic.com, search for The Black Guy Tips to get to this podcast and to get to our page. You can go to Facebook, search for The Black Guy Tips, get to our Facebook page. And while you're on Facebook, copy that link from Podomatic, put it on your Facebook page, and it'll actually embed a player on your page where your friends can listen to the podcast too. Live on your page, they can just hit play, and bam, you just got us a new listener. Because once they hear this shit, they're going to want to keep listening. 
Um, we sprinkle crack on the podcast. Yes. Mm. <laughs> this, this, this podcast is brought to you by crack. Um, <laughs> and also, you know, the same thing with um, the iTunes. You can go on there, search for our podcast, and you can leave a review. Um, and we really do appreciate every review. Yes, and, we do. Um, you know, we're just trying to blow up a little bit and make it. Um, and don't forget, you can donate to the podcast. Uh, just go to our blog, which is theblackoutist.blogspot.com, and uh, click the donate button. And uh, you know, thanks to everybody that's donating. Uh, you know, we actually got uh, my mom, my dad gave us a little money. Shout out! Yes. Thank you guys. Um, and Sting and Sky, of course. You know, they sponsored the last episode. Yes, um, yes. So make sure you go to stingandsky.com because you know. The niggas hooked us up. You know, somebody sent me an email. I ain't gonna say your name because, you know, I don't want you to feel like I'm coming at you for this. But this dude sent me an email like, man, I went to your sponsor's website, Sting the Sky. Even after, you know, I read the description and whatnot. And basically, they're a t-shirt company that they're selling t-shirts where you can get, like, cartoons on it, but in adult sizes. Yeah. Because, like, if you really wanted a Batman shirt right now. Mm-hmm. You can't find a Batman shirt in your size nah, you without looking like a pedophile. You're going to find in that T12, dog. Yeah, you can't be walking up. <laughs> <laughs> I was sad you're going to find that. You can't walk up in Walmart or where you know wherever you shop and be like, excuse me, I'm looking for uh, children's clothes in men's sizes. <laughs> like, that is not going to happen. So, nah, they're um, going to rent you on the spot facts and something like that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely one of those deals where it's like, it's such a good idea. And you know the website is up there but somebody was like yeah man you shouldn't let them sponsor you shouldn't you should watch who you let sponsor i don't like the look at their site i think it looks shady and i was like look shady i thought the dude was gonna say like yeah i bought a try to buy a shirt from there and it came back and they only had one sleeve or something like that man he just was like it just didn't look good to me I was like, nigga, we all trying to make it. What you doing? Uh-huh. Yes, Walmart. We ain't got to Walmart and Kmart yet. We don't know where that though. <laughs> Imagine if you went to my blog and was like, got blog spot. No, thank you. I don't support this shit. I don't care if it is funny. So, anyway, uh, not props to that dude. But I, I did email him back and tell him, like, hey, you know, don't be hating on the sponsors and shit. And he was like, I'm just a hater. And I was like, well, then stop. <laughs> Control yourself. <laughs> you had to hit sin. And I um, also wanted to give uh, props to Sean Strickland. He uh, donated to the podcast too. We, Thank you. We appreciate that, man. We do every dollar. Yeah. So, um, y'all ready to get into some actual podcasting? Yes, we are. Hell yeah. All right. Well, first we actually got to do some comments. Go ahead. Because I want to get all this shit out of the way because I got so many articles and I just want to shoot them. Because remember, we couldn't finish the last episode because Counterclip thought all the episodes were going too long and he ruined it for everybody. Aww. So hopefully he can catch up, you know? Um, Alright, man. So we had a couple of responses um, to the last podcast. One was by Triple Hate, which. Um, <laughs> Triple Hate? <laughs> not really Strong sure. Strong hate. <laughs> yeah. He hate. Maybe, like, you hate so much it becomes love. You know what I'm saying? Like, two rights don't make a wrong or whatever. Um. That shit about tipping is true. In my fam, growing up, my pops never, ever tipped more than a dollar or two. So I don't even know about the tipping shit personally. I didn't even know about the tipping shit personally until I got to college and all of my friends worked in the food service industry. And I saw firsthand how important those tips were. I really do feel like uh, people should have to work 
in the food service industry or something like that for like a year. Hell yeah. Every person. Everybody. And the biggest reason why I agree with you on that is because people that come in there and show their asses are people that have never been on the other side. People that come in they're impatient. People that come in there everything is a service fault. People Mm -hmm. that come in there they want to cuss you out. Um, You've never had the job and like I said a lot of people have this quote unquote myth that servers get paid this minimal wage. No, we get paid two dollars thirteen cents an hour in North Carolina, South Carolina. I don't know about no other states, but I worked in both. And you make your money based off of tips. And I think a lot of people when they come in a restaurant, they automatically think that everybody's IQ in there is below theirs. Like they automatically think I'm brighter and smarter. Well, it's it's kind of like those internet nerds on message boards that go around trolling and saying negative things to people all the time. It's kind of like that. Like, this is the one chance they have to be in a position of power. Like, I walk into this restaurant, you have to kiss my ass as a job. In order for you to even make minimum wage, you have to kiss my ass. Like, you can't even make minimum wage until I tip you. So, that's the few times they have control. So, it's like, you know, he might be getting bitched out by his wife at home. But he can walk up in the IHOP and be like, I'm saying extra syrup, bitch, and throw the syrup on your face. And it's like, he had control for that moment, you know, so... That night, you might even be able to get an erection for the first time in six, seven months or something like that. Um, uh, me, personally, I won't go anywhere to eat if I don't have money to tip. Mm-hmm. I can just as easily go to a dollar menu and throw down. Why do I have to sit down and eat somewhere if I'm broke? And if I'm just stuck where I have to end up at a restaurant, I'll just tell the waiter I don't have any money for a tip. Just bring me two iced teas and you don't even have to worry about coming over here. I ain't trying to have a nigga running around in circles for me when I ain't even go, when it ain't gonna matter at the end. That's some real shit though, man. I think I would appreciate that as a yeah. service. Oh, yeah. Rather in than fact, going. I probably give you better service because you're trooper with me. Yeah. Um, I've actually uh, once I went to a restaurant, I think a pizza, you might have been with me. Mm-hmm. And as I was calculating the shit in my head, I realized I didn't have as much money as I thought and wasn't gonna be able to leave a tip. And I was so it just ashamed. I was in college. I was broke anyway. So it wasn't like now where I would be like, I'll just come back tomorrow and straighten this nigga out. I was like, this is my money for the week. And y'all getting all of it, but you are not getting the tip. And I just felt so bad for that yeah. dude. I didn't even know what to say. It was just like, and I'm sorry, you know. But uh, he also says, uh, my homegirl, though, she stays asking for super orders. Know this, add this. Can I get the lettuce on the side? Can you add the cheese from this other time? My bread soggy. Can you send this back? Only to leave a dollar on the table. I hate that shit. Me too, my nigga. Should have left her name so we could put on blast. Man, I was, I once was, and now it's like, I know, and I knew at the time when I was a waiter, like, this is not the last shit I'm gonna do in my life. So part of it was liberating because it was like, I really don't, I could give a fuck, honestly. Like, if you don't give me a tip or somebody treats me like shit, at the end of the day, I'm looking at it like, I'll probably be your boss one day or whatever, right? That's how I was justifying it. But, I wish I had seen it now from, like, a 30-year-old perspective looking back. I would have just got fired. I would have just started bitching people out because I knew that they didn't have the right manners. But it was just one of those, like, I'm a kid, they're an adult. Who am I to tell an adult, your dumb ass is acting dumb? Yes, I know for me, one time I was at Shoney's and... The man uh, got upset and he came around the corner. Wait, the man? Yeah, just the one of the customers. Oh, I thought you were talking about the white man. No, not the white man. They everywhere. The monolithic white man. <laughs> I know, right? He came around the corner and he started fussing about the bar. Uh, what I realized that a lot of times people don't pay attention if the bar goes up at a certain time and he didn't know. 
So you come in ordering, and it's like a three to four dollar difference per person. So apparently he didn't know that, so he got mad. So he comes around the corner fussing at me. I walked away from him. I said, Bernie, Bernie, a customer need to see you. And I walked away, and we don't bat him back in the back. Well, it's Why funny you too. Don't pay me enough to deal with this? It's funny too because it's a two way street. Like if you walked in and the buffet was about to go up, and I walked over to your table and was like, um, y'all do know the buffet is gonna go up like three dollars a piece. They look at you like, nigga, you think I can't afford three dollars a piece? Like, like you catch it either way. Where it's like, if you don't say shit, then it's like you didn't even tell me the shit was going up. If you tell them, it's like, oh, so I'm broke, like, nigga, huh? That's your fault. Read the damn menu. I'm yeah, sorry. It might be your tip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at that point, I didn't even care. I walked away from him. Yeah, that whole industry is just crazy. Um, Corner Boy responded. Kim Kardashian has been casted in a film. Uh, but it was a disaster movie, so let's not count that shit. So you was right. She ain't been casted in a film. Uh, um, but yeah, I was saying that Marilyn Manson, what's really the difference between uh, Marilyn Monroe? Marilyn Manson? Yeah, I know the difference between Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Monroe, though, uh, like, what's the difference between her and these other celebrities now that get paid to take off their clothes and have sex tapes and be famous? Like, if it wasn't for... The, just the fact that it was such a long time ago We wouldn't be romanticizing Marilyn Monroe But it's just the fact that it's a long time ago The shit happened, she died early If Kim Kardashian od tomorrow In 20 years, we'd all be like and She was the most beautifulest girl in the world mm-hmm. So well, Now we gotta add Fantasia to that list Oh, yes Don't yeah. mm. get me started on her oh, We will be getting yeah. started on her yeah. well, good. And Me and the Heat ain't friends Damn little kid, you need to pack your own lunch. He's talking about Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, did you say slavery is lazier than a remote? Yes, I did. Um, the bullet ball accent is killing that shit. And you're an Eagles fan too? Man, we're brothers from another. Alright, comment on the whole Monique leg shaving thing. Some stuff just makes me wonder. No disrespect to say that, we just Karen. But you know, my pops always told me stuff like if a woman doesn't do the little things like shave her legs, can you imagine the condition of other areas of her body? I think he's talking about the vagina. Now that, now that no one, now, now, now that, that's not always true. (laughs) That was his view. Uh, My view is more why spend all this money on getting your hair done. $100 $100 dresses, personal makeup artists, bling bling out your yin yang, expensive shoes and stuff, all that, and then not shave your legs. I don't get it. You put in all that work everywhere else. If you're going to have your legs on blast on the red carpet, why not shave them? Kanye shrug. If you're wearing jeans or pants, shit, then you can have some Manila the Gorilla legs. But when you showing them off, shave it off. So, I don't know, man. Karen does shave them sometimes, but it's like a special occasion. I just don't really care that it's much. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, not only that, and a lot of guys don't realize the expense. If you really want it done right, you have to spend a lot of money on there, and that stuff mm-hmm. stinks, and it stings. Like or either, oh, yes, yeah, it's kind of relaxing. Frying your hair, yeah. and I can't even see my legs now, so it's <laughs> that, not gonna happen. And if you're not dealing with that, you have to buy like a $25 razor with like right. a smooth tip, but I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, because you can't be, oh Lord. Oh, your legs would be so nicked. I tried that. You would be bleeding everywhere. I think it with a bick. I think it also matters, too, like how hairy the girl is. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Some women aren't that hairy, so it's like their legs don't. It. Yeah, I wouldn't notice it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure if they were actually rocking some real rough legs. Yeah. Then maybe they would have to shave all the time. Yeah. It would just be like a matter of necessity. But yeah, yeah. Some women have like carpets. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, I see you got your pantyhose on. They're like, what? And you're like, oh, nothing. 
Never mind. Um, <laughs> alright, so, um, uh, today on Twitter, I saw people talking about the Illuminati, and they were discussing, um, on Yeah Right Radio last Sunday, they were discussing, was Jay-Z and the Illuminati and all this shit, and I was like, when they start, when did they start letting niggas in the Illuminati? What is the Illuminati? It's, it's like this. Uh, secret, yeah, secret society. Demons and only a few people control the whole world. Yeah. If you got the money, you can get in. Apparently. Oh, is that not Franklin? Franklin and the Illuminati? Some presidents have been. I think. No, you're th- are you thinking about the Masons? I think. Yeah, maybe. All I know is they apparently, according to Twitter and niggas on Twitter. That ah. they have started letting rappers in. So now Jay Z is in the Illuminati. And I'm sure Oprah's probably in there. So, you know, I just can't believe they got affirmative action in the Illuminati. Because I figure ah. if rich white people control some shit, there is no benefit to get a rap division in the Illuminati. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like Maybe rap. country, but not rap. I don't even think country. Like, what, what the fuck do those people control? Really? You know, it's not like, like, I know Jay-Z takes credit for people butt- putting on button-ups, but let's be honest. If you actually made a song called Get Your College Degree and Don't Go to Prison, <laughs> niggas will still be going to prison and dropping out of school. Let's, let's not pretend like they got that much fucking control just because they got their own Ace of Spades liquor or some clothing lines. That's ridiculous. So, um, I, I just thought that was ridiculous, man. Um, and plus, if that happened, white people would be abandoning that shit. Like, if black people was actually let in the Illuminati, it would be like when black people start getting let into a neighborhood. It just means white people done with it. You know what I'm saying? They'd just be like, well, we're done with the Illuminati. We got the super duper secret Illuminati now with only Bill Gates and a couple other people in it. Like, no way they'll let niggas just take over. Um, so, last night, I don't know if y'all I missed this. it, man. I missed it? Yeah, man. We were we were out at the movies last night, man. Well, I'm about to ruin this this uh, That's show right, for you. I'm That's sorry. Right. Go for it, man. People need to hear about the BGC on the on the ox. Yes, on the ox. So I was watching the ox, the new station, the ox. You never watched the ox? No. Oh man, well the BGC was on the ox last night. Yes, it was. And I guess T ain't up on the ox. She ain't on the ox. I don't know where I'm gonna put her on, dog. Yeah, I'm gonna put on my. It's a, it's a channel. It's a manly channel for men. A man's man. Okay. Um, so I've decided after all the drama they got into last night, Brandy and Antoine Dodson are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 75% sure. Oh. I forget who told me, tweeted that last night, but I was like, that shit is true. Yes, spoiler, spoiler alert for those who have not oh, seen it she puts on that um head wrap scarf thing what she, she looks just like Antoine Dawson changes and she does nothing but get in the drama on there and what? the little strip show that they were doing like they were practicing stripper moves showing each other stripper moves yes. and the one girl I mean first of all I didn't know you could wear that little bit of clothing on regular TV without you know censorship and they were doing like ass shaking moves, like getting on all fours, shaking their ass yeah. in the camera like a rap video. I, I expected Brian Pumper to come out of the background and start rapping. Yeah, Black Jesus come out. <laughs> what that thing smell like? When you talk about porn stars, some of them was like had no tops on, like they blurred them out, but they walked yeah. around like basically halfway naked. 
naked. Yeah, one girl was talking the whole time. And I think I think this might be a side effect of having fake titties. But one girl was talking the whole time. She had a low cut blouse. Her titty was just hanging out. She couldn't feel it. <laughs> I was like, it must be plastic. There's no way. Yeah, you feel the breeze, the yeah. air. Like the nipple is dead, obviously. <laughs> the nipple has no more sensitivity left. Um. Alright, so Morgan got kicked out the house. Yes, she did. And this is the first time I've ever really seen, like, roommates forcefully kick a motherfucker out the house. <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't like they, it wasn't like, we vote you out and we've decided you're too violent. Like, they do with other shows or, this was just like, they put all her shit on the front porch. Yes. She came home and was, yes. she only, they only been in the house two days. Yes. She came home and was like, what is this? Flipped out or whatever. Um, the, the black girl, Katya, flipped out even harder even though none of the shit was hers. And nobody really disliked her. But she was like letting everybody know, you better not do this to me. Yes, sir. So then they kicked Morgan out. And Morgan called back on the phone. And Morgan got to have the deepest voice for a woman. <laughs> I, What's up? It's Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, can I, can I speak to Kristen? They're like, who is this? It's Morgan. Beep. Click. Hung up on So, um... And they flipped out on Morgan, and she got kicked out because she was like, she was breaking shit. Like this is the problem when you put niggas, and I'm saying niggas generally because they are all different races. Oh. But this is the problem when you put niggas in places where they don't actually own shit. <laughs> like they don't own the furniture, they don't own any of the uh, like any of the upholstery or whatever the fuck. So like as soon as they start fighting, they start breaking shit like the Hulk. They just taking like, and it wasn't even like rational shit where it's like. Okay, Karen's standing over by a lamp, so I'm gonna take this lamp and slam it on the ground. It was just like, I'm 40 feet away from you, but I'm so mad. I'm gonna smash this lamp on my knee, then I'm gonna break down all the pictures off the wall, <laughs> then I'm gonna kick open this door. And it's just like, why are you fucking up this person's house? Yeah. So she flipped out and went into the wrong room. Yeah, she did. That's why she got kicked off the show. Yeah, she went where the expensive shit was. In the production room. <laughs> oh. That was oh, you got to go. You you can't be telling our shit up. Like you I, can tell the house up, but you can't tell our shit up. I've never seen producers move so fast. Like the niggas came out of nowhere like it was SWAT, dog. Because you know they don't see these people like they normally stay behind the camera. They started coming out like roaches. Get away! <laughs> Repelling down from the ceiling and shit. Like go go blue team go. And they uh, got outside the house and they was like we just think you should go like they there was never a discussion wow. like normally like on the real world I remember there was one year where this nigga threw like a fire hydrant off the roof yeah. of a hotel like, all they did was talk to him and put him in another hotel yeah. yeah but they always try to keep you on the show man they was like bitch you gotta go you kick the monitor wow. peace that's right <laughs> you kick the $50,000 monitor over you yeah. gotta go this is all we need for this and it's place. coming out your check yeah. yes our budget is very low we just pay for <laughs> alcohol and recording equipment and watch you bitches go crazy on each other that's it so they kicked her out of there um this other chick I can't remember her name but she picked up these two surfer dudes and they were making it seem like it was really difficult for those girls to get dudes to come to the house mm-hmm. which you wouldn't really think because they all are pretty attractive they're just crazy as hell and you don't know that the first time you see them you just no. know they're attractive yeah. so they were like she's got so much game she got two dudes to come to the house she just walked up to them and they looked in all fairness, they did look like some homeless surfer dudes, but <laughs> but they agreed to come to the house, right? Yes, they did. So the first, the dude that she liked, I can't remember his name, maybe it was Zach or something. The dude she liked couldn't make it to the club that night. Like yeah. they were like, meet us at the club. So the other dude that was his friend showed up. They went home. And he fucked her. <laughs> she don't even like him. Mm-mm. She liked the other dude. Mm-hmm. And then after they fucked, she was just like. 
well, you know, I'm still trying to fuck the other dude. And I mean, I told him that, so he was seen to be pretty cool. So the next day, the other friend came over and got some. So they basically ran the train on her 24 hours apart. Mm-hmm. It was just a very slow train. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like a, a, a stop in, in the mansion. Yeah, like I said, that's why I cannot be on that show because I don't share my penis. I'm just making that crystal clear. Mm-hmm. I share mine. I don't share mine. I share mine. <laughs> and then, like, would you like some penis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have plenty. <laughs> um, the I'm other sorry. thing that was funny is like, um, <laughs> uh, the girl Kristen is like. That's the thing. Like, what what happens with the show? This is how this is how they get you. One chick always looks sane when the other ones are going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they show one chick just going ballistic. Then they then they show clips of the interview room with the other girls talking like they're normal people. So you're like, oh yeah, that is right. Y'all y'all do seem to have a pretty good perspective on this. But then a couple seconds later, that bitch is the one going crazy. And the other chicks are the ones commenting on her. So like Kristen was one of the main people in that it seemed kind of sane because like other people go crazy. She's just like, I don't understand what they're talking about. Well in this episode, they were going to celebrate one of the girls' birthdays. Uh-huh. Kristen decides, it's fucked up, y'all ain't celebrate my birthday, which happened two days before the show started and before, <laughs> yeah. before I ever met y'all. Okay. Yeah. But I'm still hot about it. Okay. And she was like, what she wanted to do was have input on the chicks who, whose birthday it was. She's like, you should get a cake shaped like a penis, which is really... Really, just that's, that's not what's like. Yeah, that's horrible taste. No. Who wants a penis cake? I don't. Seriously, seriously. Square pants, yes. Penis, no, thank you. Like honestly, I love titties, but if I was my birthday and y'all was like, "We got you a titty cake," I'm like, "No, that is tasteless." You don't want How about an ass cake? No, no, I don't want. I don't want a cake shaped like anybody's anatomy. <laughs> it, I'd rather have the real thing. If you can just got some regular titties, <laughs> I'll take those. So just have a hot under the table. Yeah, the titties up the box. Yeah, like I just but open I the box. Like, oh, real. Titties, you shouldn't have. Thank you. Um, Some dick in the box. Take my cake and leave you all here alone. Yeah. So that was real trashy. But then they all go out for um, they all go out for the other girl's birthday. And the oh, the other thing about Kristen. So Kristen gets like confronted about her little birthday shit, right? And you know the other chick, Leah, comes down and she's like. Because everything's secondhand information in the house. Like, mm-hmm. no one talks to you directly. It's like, if I don't like Will, I tell T. And then T later on, T agrees with me. Mm-hmm. But then T later on goes and tells Will. Mm-hmm. Will gets all hyped up, runs upstairs, and like, nigga, I don't like that shit you said. So, like, that's how they argue. <laughs> so, Leah comes down and is like, don't even say anything. Let me talk. And bitches are out, right? And Chris is almost on the verge of tears. So, then they have these mannequins set up in the house. And the mannequins are supposed to represent them. Yeah. And it's also a great anger management tool, especially because oh, when they get mad at you, they fuck your mannequin up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you get mad because they fuck your mannequin right. up. <laughs> so they fuck Kristen's mannequin up, like dragging it through the house, throwing it in the pool and shit. So then Kristen sneaks, I guess while everybody's doing some other shit, sneaks around and writes like, uh, oh, and this fight started because Kristen called a girl a dumbass hoe. And apparently that is the limit in the house. That's the word of the day. Yeah, you can call each other a bitch, you can call each other a slut, you can call each other dirty sluts, whatever. But I am not dumb. Dumb assholes, too far. Too far. 
So, uh, yeah, I say good day. Um, so she gets mad or whatever, and Christian wants to retaliate, so she takes Leah's mannequin and starts writing on the mannequin and shit, like slut, hoe, whatever. Wakes up in the morning before Leah can even see it and goes in her room and apologizes. Oh, pop shit, apologize ass nigga. Mm-hmm. I lost a lot of respect for Christian right there. I think she just didn't want none. So she was like, I did some things to your mannequin. Uh, Last night I was very upset. Just, I want you to understand I have no hard feelings. I do want you to have a good birthday. And I'm sorry. And the girl basically just, Leah was basically like, I'm gonna fuck that shit. You a bitch. I think you fake. Da da da, right to her face. Kristen ate it up and walked away. And I was like, man, see, I lost some respect for you. So anyway, they go out to this. They go out to a club. And I'm not saying these girls are all sluts. But they are. But if. If you hang out with a crew of women that get excited to go to a club because it has a stripper pole, and not because they want to see strippers, uh-uh, but, because but because they want to do some stripping, yes. y'all might be some sluts. Yeah, they were throwing dollar bills, and you they were picking them up, too. Yes, dudes was literally throwing money at them. And um, Brandy calls herself, she's a stripper, so she calls herself giving everybody the stripper laws. Yes, so she's like, rules. she had, and she got up to rule 43. Damn. Can you believe yeah. that? So she had memorized at least 43 stripper rules. How many are there? I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we had yeah. neck to mag shit. Sorry. But she started, with a, she started with a couple simple rules, but I guarantee like she didn't get the, the 43. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was um, like, don't wear perfume. Don't wear, don't wear glitter. Because yeah, married men. hate glitter, man. Yeah. No glitter. Plus, yeah, they oh, said glitter and perfume gets on a married man. The kind of man that lies and says he's going to get. Look, I tell him, I'm like, look, I'm going to strip clubs. I got about $40. I'm going to be home about two. Yeah. I'll be home in about 20 minutes. This $40 does not last long. It's hard to make a ride out of the video. You got the rat in this yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't giving you the whole thing. I just pull back. You got to ration that shit out like Monopoly money. You take nickels. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, alright. Make it rain for us. Yeah. Ooh, that's gonna be hot. Well, a lot, of, a lot of strippers just keep the roll of like chunk coins right in their vagina, so you just pop it oh, out, like, clink, clink, break clink. it off a cup. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. like the it's like the video game people when you, back yeah, in the day with the arcade. That was on a movie. Except it's in their vaginas. Like the people that at Sonic, they go clink, clink, clink. They're like, hold on, let me let me queef you off seventy five percent. Hold on. All right, so all right, they go to the strip club and. People throwing money on the ground, right? Yes, they are. So, the one girl, I can't remember her name. Maybe it was Christian. They decide, she's like, we got a lot of money. And she's just picking up all this money. I'm going to take this money and buy us all a bottle. And we're going to drink some more. Right? Which I thought was pretty cool. Well, they get in the limo on the way back home. And Brandy decides, no, bitch. You owe me money. You took that money when I was on stage with you at the same time. It was not your money to just do whatever you wanted to with. We had to split it. And, and that was stripper rule 43, which she had forgot to tell him on the way to the club. Which was split, split money. money. If you're on yeah, stage at the same time, girls. split it. Oh. Two girls on stage, you split the money. And so they decided she was being petty and they did not split the money. So mm-hmm. Also, oh, also, so every time. that pole, pay the, pay the mortgage. Right. Yeah. Every time they go to the, um, I don't think you should be stripping while you're pregnant. You should probably wait. You can get that sympathy cash, like that. dog. Some people like that. Some people get money. Rub the belly. Yeah. Get that pervert, that pervert money. Yeah, that's right. 
right. That's right. Maybe we should start us a pregnant strip club. I'm telling you, that belly look good with a thong on it. Make it work. We should start a fetish strip club. See? There you go. You know what I'm saying? Somebody alone. All we need is a parking lot that's hidden from plain sight. Because obviously, ain't no nigga gonna want to know that his car was over there. But, you know, we just have like fat women, pregnant women, women don't shave. Women. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the shade. Uh, yeah, so maybe we'll talk about this later. Will. Yeah, nah, we don't want nobody trying to spill our shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, every time these chicks go to the club, they get in a fight. That was the other thing I wanted to say. They've yeah, been to the club yeah. like three times, fought three times. Yeah. So it might be y'all. It might not be the city of Miami. It's no. the club, dog. It makes them do it. Yeah. I haven't seen Bad Girls Club since uh, Pop Off. Oh, uh, to me it was, that was, that was to something. A couple of seasons, seasons ago. ago. Yeah. I ain't got one of y'all. She's playing them fake plays together. Pop off. Yeah. And all these bitches keep talking about pop off. Still? Yes, yes. and none of them was on yes. the show with that She's girl. She's down in history. Wow. She is a slut hall of famer. They were all on Tyra, so, you know, they made it. It's crazy, right. too, because the show. You know you made it when you're on Tyra. So. Yep. Yeah. Well, they gonna be in trouble. Tyra don't. Tyra ain't around no more. Well, they'll be on. They'll be on Mario or something. Yeah. Looking for pregnancy. Who the father? You are not kids. the father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm star stripping. And um, the other thing, <laughs> the other thing with the show too is that um, it was sponsored by Baltrex, uh, Insufficient Parenting. Yes. Um, it was also sponsored by uh, Just Failed Dreams. So <laughs> they got some good sponsors out there. It was it was also sponsored. Remember, it was sponsored by throwing drink in your face. Yes, it was drinks in your face because those bitches throw drinks in the face. It was yes. people in Africa starving. Like oh no, oh man, I could have drank that. Um, I'm, I've been thinking about seriously things. Brian Pumper, the porn star. Might be one of the top three comedic minds of all time. You know, I've never seen his work. Like, if he's not, if he's, like, if he, I don't know if he's serious or not. But for a second, let's just think. What if he's not serious? And this is all an act. He's literally one of the funniest people of all time. Yes, he The whack-ass raps. Did you know he dissed Jay-Z? No, I didn't. Well, let's play it. <laughs> Cross colors. Let's, I'm going to play Brian Pumper's this song to Jay-Z, world premiere, the Black Guy Tills podcast. Hit it. Uh, when you're recording a video, let's try not to have the first 10 seconds be dead air. <laughs> you know, like maybe we start the video at the 10 second mark. You can edit that out. I know how to edit. Uh, you could have done a better job, Brian Pumper. But uh, let's just play this. He's fumbling with his CD player in his car. It ain't his car. Which why? why that's exactly what I'm about to say. He's in a driver's seat. What's going on here? Yeah. Which by his car, I mean somebody else's car. They lay him sitting in their car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, man, how you cut this shit off? Yeah. This is my other new shit. It's a Jay-Z diss song. It's called She Ain't Satisfied. Did y'all notice that that's his voice on his own? This is on his own track, co-signing his own shit. 
New black guy who tips podcast. This shit is crazy, son. This is the episode. Alright. Get out of here, Black version of Corky. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like he got, it's like he got wrapped to rest. He just keeps <laughs> moving his head in different directions. I've been, I have been stalking him on Twitter, begging him to give me his album, man. I just want his mixtape, man. Damn, I will pay for it. I have not paid for an album in like ten years. I will pay for Brian Pumper's album, dog. But he will not respond back to me, man. That's a classic, boy. I'm not. I'm look, man. This is too exclusive. Y'all cannot get the whole thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know y'all want to hear the whole thing. I know it, man. But I can't. I can't just be giving away my man Brian Pumper shit. Go buy the album if you can find the album, or go buy the porn because all these videos are before the song on this album. I also like how you can't tell it's really a diss to Jay Z. I know, right? Other than him telling you at the beginning. Like, he really never says Jay-Z or Beyonce name in the song. It's all just him going, this is my diss to Jay-Z. I also heard he diss Rick Ross, which... Um, With the same song. Yeah. <laughs> he sat, well, no, in this, in this one, he sat in the passenger side of a Cherokee. So, it's a little different. He doesn't always sit in the passenger side of a sports car. Um, Alright, man. And he also has a dance, which... I, I saw it was the corniest shit I've ever no. seen. I really think he might be like on Chappelle level funny. If, <laughs> don't even know it. That's if if he I, well only if he's yeah. doing this on purpose. If not, he is epic corny to the nth degree. But what if he's a comedic genius, man? The world may never know. We won't. We won't. <laughs> He'll never break it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh, there's another video too of the other porn stars on the set clowning this nigga because he wear fake jewelry. They was calling a plastic man, lifting his chain, and I felt sorry for him, man. And I was thinking, that's when I realized, like, what if he wrote the script of this skit and it's all to make us sympathize for him because he's that smart. He's that smart, a comedic mind. Yeah, that's a little bit beyond, you know. Oh, man. It's like the Andy Kaufman of porn, man. I don't know. Uh, anyway, dude, um, Fantasia, mm-hmm. it's my homegirl, mm-hmm. yep. cop the new shit, she been acting crazy, 
Uh, Idol winner Fantasia named in divorce sex tape scandal. And it's divorce comma sex tape scandal. Because, you know, a divorce sex tape would really be weird. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fantasia Barino has once again made the headlines. But in the last few years, the media spotlight hasn't been flattering for the former American Idol winner. The latest round of bad press... Press allegations from a woman in North Carolina that involve adultery and a sex tape. According to TMZ.com. Quite very reliable source. Yes. They actually are. It's kind of sad. Yes. (laughs) Like, you know, the sources are better than CNN. You know, it's bad when ABC News quotes TMZ. Yeah. Yes, and a few years ago, TMZ was a joke. Yeah, like, you can actually run this shit before you can run that dude that had the tape from the NAACP meeting. I mean, yes, they broke the at least you don't get the whole thing. Yep, they, broke they did. the Michael Jackson news. They were the first on it, so I, I was told what yep. going on. And National Enquirer broke the news that he was back alive as a zombie. <laughs> so, I mean, they was on top of it. I'm a believer. Court documents ah. filed this week by Paula Cook alleged that her husband, Antoine Cook, had an affair with the singer and that the two recorded their intimate moments. Mm. TMZ says the documents obtained by WCNC TV also claim that Barino and Cook Stated their started their relationship back in 2009 after meeting in a T-Mobile store. Mm. Who the fuck still on T-Mobile? Oh, right. I don't know. Was they on Sidekicks when they met? Uh, rumor ah. of an affair between the singer and the Cook. Wait a minute, y'all don't have Sidekicks, do you? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, kicked y'all out my house. <laughs> TMZ says documents obtained by WCNC TV also claim that Barina and Barino and Cook. Stop their relationship. Oh, I read that. Rumors of an affair between the singer and Cook have been around for months, but Barino has always, always denied them. I wouldn't deny any affair where I knew I had a sex tape out. I would immediately come clean because, like, what if the niggas like, oh, really? Press play. Like, I, I'm. Once you record it, you might as well just come on out because the sex tape gonna come out. Of course. There's no secret sex tapes. They all come out. Mm, that's right. Fantasia's camp has not commented on the accusations. Over the last couple of years, Barino has had has been in the news for anything from money woes to missing copious amounts of performances in Oprah Winfrey's Broadway production, The yeah. Color Purple. Mm. They were upset about that. Really? You don't yes. want to make Oprah. Right. A lot of people bought the tickets to see her, and they said she was like showing up late, not showing at all. So they finally just kicked her off the cast. Damn. Mm. Damn. You don't want to make Oprah mad. What? No, sir. Mm-mm. That's sad, man. I know Fantasia got it down like this. So what about the overdose? Oh, we getting that. Okay. This this uh, this this story takes on multiple. It does. Just it took it like does. four different sites to get all the details. <laughs> wow. According to docs obtained by WCNC, Paula Cook filed for child support against her husband Antoine Cook last week, and cited an alleged affair between Cook and Barino. She claims the two met at a T-Mobile store beginning in August 2009, but uh, began at Covert adulterous affair. Mm. Her lawyer wrote that shit. Hell yeah. Cook goes on to claim through throughout the course of their adulterous affair, defendant, husband, and Mrs. Barino have at times recorded their illicit activity. Rumors of an affair between a uh, Barino and Cook have been around for months, and she's always denied them. Cause her management will not immediately return. So then, Fantasia was heartbroken mm. and overwhelmed. And, yeah, and overwhelmed. I forgot she was overwhelmed. That's right. So she was rushed to the hospital after overdosing on pills. Happy Monday, guys. And this one must have been written by a gay dude or a very sassy black woman. <laughs> Poor thing. Fantasia has had to be hospitalized, hospitalized last night after what is being called a medication overdose. Wow. 
Fantasia Barino has been rushed to a North Carolina hospital last night where she was treated for a medication overdose, according to WCNC.com. According to the report, Barino was taken to Carolina's Medical Center in Pineville around 8.55 p.m. Hey, that's kind of close to here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's where Karen went when she passed out, so maybe she was just yeah, in the... Yeah, that's the passed out hospital again. Wait a minute. You got a sex tape? No, sir. Oh, all right. I I'm promise you that. Just deny it. Yeah. I will to the end. Actually, you do have a sex tape, but you don't know about it. Uh, the report says her condition. <laughs> I'm about to look Her condition was not life threatening. It's all on the internet. Don't worry about it. Uh, it's unclear whether the OD was intentional or accidental. Hmm. It's just coincidental that this affair and all this news broke, and then she OD'd on pills. I don't know. Tasia has been under a lot of pressure lately. Tasia. Including accusations that she shares responsibility for ruining the relationship of alleged lover Antoine Cook and his estranged wife Paula Cook, and the pair videotaped themselves performing illicit acts. What? Why can't they just say sex? Illicit, illicit acts. Illicit. That's, I mean, yeah, that's definitely a lawyer line too. Yeah. What was what was illicit about it? Was it like extra nasty sex? Well, yeah, it could have been some I old freaky Cleveland steamers and stuff like chocolate. that. Food, it was like two girls, one cup. Maybe that's what it was. That shit was denied playing a role in the deterioration of the cook marriage. Look, I was just fucking him. It had nothing to do with their marriage falling apart. He had to get pussy from somewhere. Like, well, if he wasn't fucked up as a wife, then he would have been fucking me. So it's your fault. That and that's what she told her, too. That was basically the boy's mind excuse. <laughs> Rest for Fantasia have confirmed that she has been hospitalized. Apparently, the overdose was a result of her taking aspirin and a sleep aid. The rep just released a statement saying Fantasia ingested the medication after feeling overwhelmed by the lawsuit and the media attention surrounding her relationship with her on-again, off-again boyfriend, Antoine Cook, who happens to be married. <gasps> <laughs> I love that descri description. Wow. I had him first, kind of. <laughs> then he was all yours, and then he was kind of back to me. I can't help that he happened to be married. <laughs> That's like being like, I raped this woman, but she just happened to not want sex at the time. She would want it eventually. <laughs> it's like, well, she was a little married. I mean, <laughs> kind of, sort of. The statement continues. Last night, Fantasia was hospitalized. She took an overdose on aspirin and sleep aid. Um, you know, she could have just really not been able to read the labels. Like, maybe she thought it was Flintstones because yeah, yeah. she can't read. No. Um, she wrote a book, though, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she spoke she a book. She spoke the book. Yeah. Everybody transcribed Book on tape? Yeah. An audio book. It's like Alex Haley's uh, autobiography of Michael Max. Like, he told me this <laughs> shit, and I typed it. Um, <laughs> so, her injuries were not life-threatening. She was dehydrated and exhausted at the time. Fantasia is stable now. She will be released from the hospital soon. The rep also explains that Fantasia believed Antoine Cook when he told her he was not happy in his marriage to Paula Cook and his heart was not in it. Yeah, because he was fucking you at the time. What yeah. was he going to say? I'm so happy with I my wife. I love my wife. Yeah. I'm just fucking you because you're a piece of ass. Yeah. I love my wife so much. Now turn I around. I will go back to my wife as soon as I leave. Yeah. <laughs> I in my not... happy home, my beautiful kids, and my I will family. not leave her for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, who says that? Like, you would have no game to say that. Of course he was lying to your ass. He's probably uh, lying to his wife. He probably thinks she, he told I'm sure he don't leave the house right? like, where are you going? To play ball? No, fucking Fantasia. I'll be back in a couple hours. See you tomorrow morning. That's her note. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon, bitch. Um, <laughs> Fantasia has always been an open book. Honesty, self-respect, and personal responsibility are values she wears proud, proudly. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other than the illicit <laughs> acts and the sexual affair she had with this woman's husband, Who I can believe that. To be yeah, well, yeah, her boyfriend happens to be married yeah. to another woman. Yeah. Uh, it's like big love, but without the three houses. <laughs> Fantasia believes Mr. Cook when he told her he was not happy in his marriage and his heart was not in it. She believed him when he told her and he and Mrs. Cook separated in the late summer of 2009. She believed Mr. Cook when he told her he lived elsewhere. Listen, ladies, if a nigga never takes you to his crib, mm. he definitely married. is hiding something. He's like, married. How you gonna be like, he told me he lived elsewhere. Where? Elsewhere? Mm. <laughs> is he that a street? He lives somewhere on the south side. Yeah. Now, this is my motto. If he can't show your ass no divorce papers, you better leave him alone. So what about the phone calls? Like, that's the one thing I couldn't find. Supposedly she called the woman. Is that true? Yeah, that's what they saying and confronted her and basically said if you hadn't did what you were supposed to, he wouldn't have been messing with me. That's what she told her? From my understanding. Damn. Mm. Well, anyway, man, I, I hopefully her well, sex tape like- won't get released through Vivid or anything like that. Man. Because, um... Ah. I don't think she could sign the contract anyway. <laughs> no. She might put an X on it. Yeah. yeah. The slave market. She know how to make a big F. <laughs> a straight line. <laughs> yeah, so, so I don't know about this story, but it's just kind of sad that, you know, Fantasia's boyfriend happened to be married. You know, I feel bad for Fantasia. But you know man. what? You can't blame these women, man. Same shit happened to Alicia Keys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what happened? What was that? He, he was married when she was seeing him, too. Yeah, Swiss, Swiss Beats. Beats. Oh, he was? And yeah. Swiss Beats gets on my nerves. This nigga been selling the same beat over and over and over for five years. Everybody beats sound the fucking same. Every summer is the same fucking shit. Oh. Like put a bell in this one. Yeah. <laughs> and he always on his own course and shit. Hair done, nail done, everything did. It's the same fucking thing, man. <laughs> Throw your money in the air. Throw your money in the air. God damn. Anyway, like Jennings wants his ex to give back the one hundred thousand dollar engagement ring. Wow. Should he sue or chalk it up as a loss? Man, he need to hire somebody. That's a lot of money. Here's why I don't know. Say that again. Where did like Jimmy get $100,000 from? <laughs> I thought he His, his records ain't doing that well. No. no. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like Jimmy's had $100,000? Yeah. Well, he might still be at home with his mom. <laughs> Even Kobe was like, damn, nigga, you need to get that back. Like <laughs> um, Jimmy's has quit quite a soft story when it comes to his previous engagement. Apparently, the R&B singer was so in love with his ex, when he asked her to marry him, he popped the question with a $100,000 Tiffany engagement ring. Woo. Too bad things didn't work out, and the couple never walked down the aisle. Problem is, she refused to give back the ring. That's grounds to kill a bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he should, but... But I understand. Yeah. If, yeah, because... If something happened to her when she crossing the street, it just happened. That's why I say you need to hire I mean, somebody. That, that's a lot of money for a promise that just don't happen. I mean, maybe it's just me and my personality. I would just give it back. That's just me. Yeah. You know, now if you get some stuff, I'm keeping the ring. Right. Like, like if you cheated, no, I'm keeping the ring. Damn it. That pussy... It's gonna be this hundred thousand dollars. Your payment? Yeah, that's my payment, dog. See, fellas, I'm gonna I'm I'm put y'all on the game now. This is what oh, you do, right? God. You get your woman a twenty dollar ring from the gamer ring. Right. You tell her once it's legal and all the shit's in writing. 
then you can get a nice rock. But fuck that. Give her, give her a twenty five dollar engagement ring. If she, if, she, if, she, if she leaves you or you fuck up before y'all make it to the altar, you out twenty five bucks. Here's what I say you do, man. I say you make the switch before you tell her you ain't gonna get married. You just wait till she take a shower and she gotta take the ring off. Go get the ring. Then you be like, look, this shit ain't working out for me. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell her with the ring on her finger, it's never gonna come back. Nah, be like me, bitch. You sleep with it, lotion with it. Cool. Take, don't take it off. Uh-huh. I don't take my ring off. Mm-hmm. Well, you're married. This is an engagement ring. This is I, different. $100,000, it will stay glued on me. That's oh, too much yeah, money to be laying down. Sleeping with it, eating what? with it. What? Sleeping with it, eating with it. Mm-hmm. Lotion it up. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Gotta take care of it. <laughs> yes, sir. I seen Karen take a ring off before. I could've got it. Anyway, this is what I'm saying. This this is all I'm saying. Why would you want a ring from and a dude? It was my era. I've been good about that. Why would you want a ring from a dude that is not want to marry you? Like that's true now. Like if the ring was a thousand dollars, would she still be this adamant? Like if I was this no. nigga, I would be no, like, listen, no. you can keep the ring, but you got to take over the payments. And then I would just leave it at that. If you want this? If you find a hundred thousand dollars in your wallet tomorrow, and you can pay for your own ring, you can keep the shit. But I would just stop making payments and get the credit of your information. Like she got the ring, I don't know what to tell you, like bro. A broken contract. You break yeah. the, if you break the contract, then I. Why should I be at a loss? For the ring. Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, why would you? Ring is payment. You gonna have to keep making your payments just because you decided to back out of the contract. Go ahead. Breach, See, breach I think contract. I think of it like this. I don't think love is a contract. Like we make jokes all the time about like. Oh, you know, I have sex with you, so you take me out to dinner and shit. But let's be <laughs> let's be honest, man. I don't think Karen is a whore. I don't think she's a prostitute. I don't feel like I'm making you pussy don't do payments. The role, Karen. Girl, no, we about to get one installed. You ain't know. <laughs> but I'm magic flow. But I I think it's kind of like belittling to a woman to be like, well, her value is I can fuck her. You know what I'm saying? Like that is my wife. The fuck machine that I like to fuck all the time. Like, yes, we like to have sex, but it's not gonna be just like, well, you can't have sex this week, so I don't know how you're gonna eat. Work it out. Like, that's ridiculous. So, so like, the same thing with this engagement thing where it's like, he gave you this because this is what y'all meant at the time. The shit ain't work out. If like if if it was the other way, where she gave me something, like she bought me a car or some shit, and then she's like, we ain't getting married. Take the car back, man, because we are in love. This like was an for Indian giver. No, 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 no. And and maybe just me. In that case, I understand. But like I said, if it's mutual, mm. and then I think a lot of the issues come. That people don't talk about this up front. We've talked about this before. People don't talk about this up front. If That's I true. buy you expensive ring, what are our obligations? Right. To get married. Yeah, but if we don't, and since nobody talks about if we don't, to we get to the if we don't stage, and then everybody's mad, everybody's angry, everybody got this emotional wall. So so you're supposed to talk about that before you get the ring. You need to, and and that's that's a tough conversation. People don't like having. I want to be engaged to you then, and we're already setting up a failure. And it's not those marriages are going to fail. See, that's why I said. $25 ring yeah. solves all the problems. Well, see, like, she wants a nice ring, right? You get a $25 ring, and you gotta you got have that problem. You gotta have that talk. You give it, if you don't, like, it's gonna be a talk. What happens is normally this is the kind of talk that happens is y'all didn't talk about shit, so now y'all in court talking about, can I get my ring back? Oh, I'm saying. I would have rather said it up front and been like, listen, this don't work out. What you think you're gonna do with this $100,000 ring? What would Judge Mathis say? 
<laughs> Judge, Judge Mathis would have a sassy attitude no matter what happened. He's from the streets and he's streetwise and he don't play that. You at a loss. But um, no, man. I don't know, man. I really do think that um, in, as a general rule, man, I would just get this shit, shit back because I don't want anything when somebody don't want to be with me. Like I thought we was in this to be I together. Do. I can use that to make myself feel better. But what if it was your fault though? Yeah, oh, sense. we don't know who's the fault. We don't. We don't. So, so like, he walked in, thing. and she was yeah. Brian Pumper was in there, and he was showing him, <laughs> and he was a pro, pro. You know what I'm saying? He don't work it like me. She and wasn't he was, satisfied. Yeah, she wasn't satisfied. He was like, "Can I have my ring back?" And she was like, "No." So I mean, what like that? I said, man, if, if that's the kind of money you can get killed over, real. Yeah, easy. I, that's real, the yeah. other. Yeah, I'm, that's why you need to talk about it up front. That is one hundred percent. That's some stuff that, that somebody will assassinate you over. So talk about that shit up. That's front. like ninety nine percent of the reason I would get the shit back. Like if you bought me an expensive ass car and we did not get married. And you yeah. wanted your shit back. We both know you want your shit back. I'm not riding around town in a hundred thousand dollars because a nigga will kill you over a hundred thousand dollars. Like Jenny's yeah. is not that fucking rich, man. He over. First of all, he shouldn't have bought an expensive ass ring like that. No. But second of all, like, just I would give the shit back just to feel safe at night. Like I go take the trash out. He's been to jail, hasn't he? Yes, a couple of times. And he, and he going back because he gonna get his motherfucking money. <laughs> yeah, look. You can give me the ring back, or I can pay somebody ten grand, yeah. and they get the ring back. We can do this. The whole I don't know way. what would happen with you on that second scenario. But we can do this the easy way. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a promise to get married, and if the marriage don't happen, then you don't get to keep the shit. But at the same time, if you get married, you gotta come up high, off a half. And if the yeah. ring is what she want to keep, your ass lost. Y'all got married. Shit, yeah, I'm tired yeah, of yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. After you get married, then that's a whole nother story. But yeah. before you get married, man, that's. Yeah, that's, that's kind of shady. That's, yeah. that's why I wouldn't give. It. Just, it, it's one me, of those. It's one of those times where feminists aren't for equal rights. No, you know, <laughs> for, 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 for me, for me, that's just saying you were just in it for the money. Then, but, oh, I'm gonna keep your ring, nigga. Yeah. Well, is that why you were marrying me so you could have shit like this? Yeah. That's why I got to kill okay. you. <laughs> Man, if y'all end up on City Confidential and they play this audio, the Blackout Tips podcast. Blackoutofpips.blackfi.com. No prenups. Give me a shout out. Don't edit this out, City Confidential. <laughs> we want it all on there. <laughs> I'm sorry to use my friends like this, but if the shit goes down, somebody should benefit. <laughs> Put it on my Facebook page, have Michelle look it up. I know. Um, <laughs> she gonna be all over y'all story. So yeah, I think my nigga life gen is fucked up. But I mean, like I said, it's one of those times where when women say that they're on the side of the woman in this, it's I just go, this is why y'all make a dollar fifty less. At all the jobs, ah. it's because of shit like it's because oh, of chivalry tax. All I'm saying, is, all I'm saying, nobody is, gonna really want you to be equal as long as we paying for meals. It's like, yep. well, I need a couple extra dollars to take your ass out. I'm sorry. Women want to be all uh, traditional and shit when it's convenient. Yeah, like you gonna be independent, be independent 24/7. Yeah, my dinner, damn it. Then the Titanic starts shrinking and all of a sudden, Titanic starts singing. It's like, uh, excuse me, ladies first, ladies first. Excuse me, I'm, I'm sorry. Right. I, I, I hate to put that bitch on the board. We all the same, first. bitch. Throw off the wall, edge. Women and children first. Women and children. <laughs> um, so apparently, this JetBlue flight attendant is becoming quite famous. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. real famous. What's going on here? 
Are you ever heard about him? No, what have I been? He's popular. Flight attendant, fashionista, and former alcoholic Steve Slater. Fashionista. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Had just about. I'm guessing he's gay because I don't think you can put that next to a I'm straight man. I'm gonna by that picture. That's well, dog. No, he he helped design the uniforms. Oh, yes. he may be fashion. Like that blue lace trimming right there. That's all him. He that's just all may him. be fashion. Oh, he may be fashion. A JetBlue flight attendant lost his cool after his plane landed in, at JFK yesterday. Hurled obscenities at passengers over the airline's PA system. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. Then deployed the inflatable emergency chute, slid down and fled, authorities said. So he, they were on the tarmac. He was like, fuck all y'all, I'm out. Deployed the, that, that, that inflatable. <gasps> the the, the rubber and slid out. He was like, let me go at the back take a couple of beers? Yeah, he took a couple of beers. A couple of beers. Got yeah. drunk before he did all this. Yeah. What's funny though is like, I still imagine like as angry as he was. Sliding down that slide probably be fun as hell. We <laughs> like, fuck all y'all motherfuckers. Y'all ain't shit. Wee! You know, when I heard this shit, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the terminal stage on Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. The attendant turned wing nut, Steven Slater's meltdown, was preceded by an argument with a passenger who told who had told the 39-year-old airline employee from Queens to fuck off after Slater asked him not to remove his baggage from the overhead compartment until the plane had fully stopped. Sources said the passenger wound up opening the overhead compartment anyway, striking the seething Slater, uh, striking seething Slater on the head with the door as it dropped down. So he hit him on the head after telling him to fuck off. And oh, disobeying a direct order He's from a flight attendant. Okay. After the plane, which arrived from Pittsburgh, pulled up to gate three of the JetBlue terminal and the jetway was put in place, passengers began moving to the door. Suddenly, Slater commandeered the public address system and launched into a tirade. Officials said to the fucking assholes that told me to fuck off, it's been a good 28 years. Slater bellowed incoherently according to law enforcement sources but that wasn't the end of it in a move fitting for an action flick Slater then grabbed his two bags a can of beer from the galley popped the lever on the airline's inflatable chute before sliding to the tarmac outside the terminal door plane's first officer Scott Beans uh, who had heard Slater's rant from a restroom told investigators they tried to block the enraged flight attendant from getting to the emergency chute but was unable to hold him back once on the tarmac Slater boarded the air train the air train to pick up his silver jeep wrangler raced home to Bell Harbor where he hopped into his bed with his boyfriend <laughs> they, they was really that was TMZ following him down they don't, well they probably went on his Facebook page but um and maybe that was his status hopped in bed with my boyfriend and, but they they are really driving home the fact that he is gay they really want they you to are, know he's gay they are fashionista yeah. seething yeah like, hopped into the bed with his boyfriend bent him over and gave it to him anally yeah they even said he's from Queens I, I get the hint I get the hint <laughs> uh, cops nabbed him at home he was charged with criminal mischief and reckless endangerment how you that's what he did was against the law I yeah, because so. you're not supposed you can't to do pop shit that. on the airline. You know, uh, yeah, it's like the bus, school bus. You ain't supposed to pop that open because you feel like going out the back damn door. I think he just quit his job. There's no two weeks notice. <laughs> Passenger ah. Phil Catalinet said the flight was unremarkable until Slater went bonkers. On his Facebook page, 
Oh, they did go on Facebook. Slater lists fashion, interior decorating, spirituality, and recovery among his interests. Yeah, they definitely trying to say he gay. Yeah. The only books he referenced was Alcoholics Anonymous 12 and 12. His LinkedIn profile indicates that he started with Business Express Airlines in 1994 before moving on to TWA and Delta. He left aviation for a daily grind 9 to 5 real job in the Burberry shop. Burberry shop at Bloomingdale's before joining JetBlue in January 2008 according to his MySpace page. This nigga had everything. LinkedIn, MySpace, Facebook. I'm enjoying his being back in the skies he wrote. Being, beating alcoholism and substance abuse one day at a time. According to his Black Planet page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we were talking about Montana Fishburne a little bit earlier. Yes, we were. And um, apparently... She did an interview, and I want to read this shit because I think she's an interesting person. Okay. Let's hear about my in her in her mind, right? Yes, I, mean, I want to know what she's like on in the inside. Mind. Yeah, the outside is flawed. Well, <laughs> um, how many reality shows offers have you had? None yet, but I'm looking forward to hearing from some. <laughs> Why did you decide to do porn when your father was already so successful? Um, I mean, I've looked at my father growing up. He's always been successful, but for me, I was interested in porn since high school. Oh. The hell is she, 19? Yeah, she ain't yeah. even that old, yeah. yeah. So maybe she means since freshman year. Yeah. So, That's yeah. when they come out. Yeah, so, you know, I'm sure her dad is very proud of her. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, have you talked to your dad about your decision? No, I haven't. I considered how he would feel before I started, but I didn't let that affect my decision on what I want to do. I didn't give a fuck about him. Yes. I give fucks to other people. That's my job. What was your motivation to do porn? I just didn't want to wait. I turned 18 and I was like, all right. This is something. <laughs> That's what she said? Yes. Oh. This is something I've been thinking about for four years. So yeah. so I didn't want to wait. Damn, she was good. She was I was so excited to get started, and I am so excited. My movie comes out today. Yay. How would you feel if you had a daughter who wanted to do porn? I would, I would feel so proud of her because despite everything, even though I may not want her to do what she's doing, I'd be proud of her because I know it's going to be a hard road, and there's going to be a lot of haters. But if she's pursuing, perusing what she wants to, uh, what she wants to then I'll be proud of her for standing up for herself. Word, for real, hard. It's easy to say that it's shit be a before hard road. That's right. It's a hard road. What can you do? What can you be after a porn star? I can go into a lot of different branches of the entertainment industry. It hasn't stopped. That's what I'm saying. So first of all, that's not an answer. <laughs> what can you? What can you do after porn? Uh, everything. Like such as. What will you do where you will be respected? And so then that's the, the next question was, but you can only be on the porn side of it. You couldn't do a movie with your father. And she said, why can't I? It's like, Cause, Cause you're a porn star. Because <laughs> your father not going to do porn flicks. Say that again. And then their answer was, because you're a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> How many porn stars have, been in, have you seen in a movie with your father? I haven't seen any, and that's what's so beautiful about it. Mm. I'm not trying to be like anybody else. I want to start with porn. If it goes into the mainstream, then it goes into the mainstream. But like I said, I'm still young and I can switch and do a lot of things right now. I understand porn will block me from some of my mainstream work, but I'm not worried about it. I mean, Sasha Gray did do porn and she's been on... Uh, did Jenny McCarthy do porn? I don't know. No. I don't think so. No, um, she, yeah, oh. she did Playboy. Um, 
but uh, yeah, Sasha Gray did porn. She's actually on Honorage right now. She did um, the Girlfriend it, it, Experiment. I think is the name of it, uh, which is actually a pretty good movie. Um, I think it's a Soderbergh directed movie, but it's actually really good. And um, she's made the transition somewhat, but even still, it's like we'll see what really happens with yes. mainstream. Um, why do you want to be in negative porn all the time? Why do you want to be in the negative porn all the time? Are you messed up on drugs? Damn. Mm. Everyone says the says negative world, and that's how you guys view it. I feel like I'm not caught up in drugs. I don't have a troubled childhood. So for me, there are some people in the porn world that are just normal people that aren't messed up, and it's something they just like. Have you ever tried cocaine? <laughs> no. Crack? Were, were you a freak in high school? No, I wasn't sleeping around in high school, and I wasn't on drugs. I was a very good girl, 3.0 GPA. You know, this just makes me feel sadder for Larry Fishburne. Like, I would be better if she was like, I was sucking dick left and right. My dad would just come home and slap the dick out of my mouth and be like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be studying. But uh, it's even worse. Like, he didn't even see this coming. Uh, were you with women? What'd you say, Karen? I said, took him off God. He didn't know what happened. Yes. Uh, I mean, he believed that Neo was going to be the one, but... There's no way you can see this coming. Were you with women? I've been with a girl. I've never been with a girl a day of my life. That's going to end. Well, aspiration. More to look forward to, Larry. Have you ever been arrested for a prostitution? No way. Never a prostitute. I've been hearing so much. I've been hearing some girl named Nene talk about me. I don't even know her. Mm, Nene. Yeah, Nene is the girl that's been on YouTube saying my Tanner Fishburne did porn. Uh, did. Was a prostitute with her. And they got arrested oh, yeah. for yeah, If wow. that's true, it'll come out. If it's true. That's right. Somebody'll get them police, police reports. reports. Yeah, that's public record. Why don't you like Alicia Keys? I do. I just don't like how she stole Mashonda's legs. Oh, sorry. Mashonda's man. Mashonda's <laughs> <laughs> legs. She cut her legs off. Uh, she sings, I'm ready. Um, that, see, that's just you talking because that sentence didn't even make, make sense. Mr. Chase, you have a nice voice. Why don't you be? Why don't you be a singer? Because I want to do porn. Have you slept with any celebrities? No, not yet. Is them burn marks on your ass? <laughs> no answer. Aww. Which means she probably got up and walked out or something. I like how they waited to the end to ask the, the question they knew she was gonna walk out on. <laughs> like, is your ass burnt? Oh, oh, you get. Oh, that's the end of the interview. All right, let's see if I can. Um, Mother charged 67 counts of having sex with 13-year-old boys. 67? Good God, Grandma was getting down. These skanky old hoes are at it again. Oh, I think Steven Slater might have wrote this one. Damn. A mother of three has been charged with having sex with boys as young as 13 years old. Woo! Christine Shreve Hubs, a 42-year-old Mormon mother, was arrested last week by, by Livermore Police. She was charged with 67 felony counts of sexual assault for multiple rendezvous with young teenage boys. Many are a 2006 Black Hummer. <laughs> she was given Black Hummers. They gave her the neighborhood nickname, The Hummer Mom. Ooh, she was giving it to them, boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Will might like this article. Rest in peace, former Olympic gold medalist Antonio Pettigrew, found dead in his car. Oh, what happened? Yeah, Will used to run track, so Will might know something about this. Former Olympia, Olympian Antonio Pettigrew was found dead in Catherine County early Tuesday. North Carolina spokesman Matt Bowers said that Pettigrew, an assistant Tar Heels track coach, was discovered in his car. No other details were available. A call to Catherine County Sheriff's uh, Department was immediately returned Tuesday afternoon. Or wasn't immediately retired. Uh, Pettigrew was 42. 
died, uh, was part of the 1600 meter U.S. relay team that won the gold medal in Sydney in 2000 Olympics. But the uh, International Olympic Committee stripped the team of their medals two years after Pettigrew admitted doping during a trial against a former coach, Trevor Graham. So they was on that shit. So then he went to coach at Carolina. Yeah, because... That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Pettigrew has spent four years or four seasons at North, at North Carolina focused on sprints, hurdles, relays, and drugs. <laughs> uh, he graduated from St. Augustine's in Raleigh in 1993. In a statement, North Carolina Athletic Director Dick Bedore said the school was deeply saddened to learn that Pettigrew's death. I was particularly impressed with the relationships he established with our student athletes and the pride he took in representing the University of North Carolina. Pettigrew survived by his wife and son. So, damn, dog. Mm-hmm. Shit went wrong for him, man. <laughs> Jesus, t- oh, Will, you might like this article too. This has a lot to do with you. Jesus take the wheel. Man beats her girlfriend while she's in labor. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> she wouldn't get back his ring. No, man. See, the, she should have gave back the engagement ring. See, I, I ain't he want, waited to strike. Take back your see, baby. Baby, baby, I ain't want to tell you, but that was the plan. You know, when you in intense pain, I'm going to punch you in your face mm-hmm. because the pain from your face will take your mind off the pain and you cry. Makes sense. Breathe. Breathe. Push, bitch. <laughs> Baby, hurry! You know what's crazy too is like it, in, in movies, it's a it double works. standard. Because in movies, women can hit the man while they have while they're in labor, mm-hmm. but the man can't hit them back. No. So this dude just didn't recognize some rules. Wow. Anyway, so Chris Brown, this <laughs> this is one of the most ridiculous cases of domestic. I'm just joking, Chris Brown. I, I forgave you after you danced like Michael Jackson. I did too. This I didn't hear the shit. Fuck you. <laughs> No. I well, he started crying. No. I wasn't mad to begin with. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> this is one of the most ridiculous cases of domestic violence we have ever seen. A man was arrested for beating his girlfriend while she lay in a hospital bed, preparing to give birth to their child. Damn. Damn and this is in Rock Hill, too. Yep. <gasps> South Carolina. Wow. What was that? Piedmont? Well, Marquavius Jabbar Bell... Ooh, not a name I would ever associate with being arrested or being on the real world. Never, never. A 20-year-old Rock Hill man was jailed Wednesday after he allegedly beat his wife while she was in the hospital delivering their child. According to the Clover Police Department, the couple checked into Piedmont Medical Center in Rock Hill around 5 a.m. <laughs> the victim was in labor and given a medication that made her groggy. Investigators say the couple got into an argument which led to Bell slapping his girlfriend across the face with the open hand, then hitting her several more times. The victim... I can't believe y'all... I can't believe y'all laughed at that. <laughs> no one of y'all together. Y'all laughed at the same time, too. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> I mean, say an open head slap. <laughs> hey, you think that? Not close yeah, fish. Not close fish. She, she's the mother of his child. You, you never close fish the mother of his child. Yes. Not during pregnancy. You know they give you the they give you the front part because it's meaty and soft. <laughs> right. Exactly. Soft from the blow. That shows the love. <laughs> Investigators say the couple got into. Oh wait, I got that. The victim handed the hospital staff a note that read. <laughs> <laughs> She handed him a note. What the fuck? She had. What did this happen? I mean, was nobody around? But damn, he must have waited till they walked out for something. Okay. So, um, she handed the staff a note that read, "Please don't leave the room, but make him leave. He's stressing me, and I'm scared." Nurses handed the note over to security, who 
So did they have to leave to give it to security? I know, right? I'll be right back. No, that's that's the opposite of what I want you to do. I'm just getting security. Oh, now he knows. Um, nurses handed the, note, handed the note over to security who scolded Bell off the premises. The victim told authorities that he has hit her in the past, even threatened her with a gun. Damn. She stated that that's probably how they had the baby. You know what I'm saying? Makeup sex. <laughs> Put the gun to her head. <laughs> um, she stated that she... <laughs> That she has tried leaving him over the past year and a half, but he refuses to accept the breakup. Bell was booked in the jail. Say what, baby? See, that's why I said it's safer to do the porn, because the gun ain't got bullets in it, man. Pope somebody want to hit me. It's safer to give the ring back, is what I'm saying. Just do, do the poll. Once you take that $100,000 ring, (laughs) niggas get crazy. Yeah, they do. Bell was booked in the jail, charged with criminal domestic violence of a high and aggravated nature. Man, that's crazy, man, because he couldn't even get to punch the umbilical cord, man. And that's the most important part of the of the, the whole thing. I wasn't going to read this article about how black people use Twitter, but this shit is long, and I'm not that interested in it. Uh, but a bunch of niggas got offended for some reason. I don't know why. Um, Chief wide receiver Chris Chambers marries his stalker. Right when you think you've heard it all, Chris Chambers marries Stacey Bernice Saunders. Back in December 2009, she was facing 11 misdemeanor counts for allegedly stalking and harassing the wide receiver's family after the affair ended. Stacy allegedly stalked and harassed Chambers' family by phoning on various dates from April to September, according to the San Diego Union Tribune. Chambers, who acknowledged having an affair with Saunders, filed a request for a restraining order this summer saying she launched an incessant attack verbally on me and now my wife, her mother, and sister. So basically, he had to he had to file that restraining yeah, order because she it. was she was snitching. She was telling everybody. The couple got married in Vegas not too long ago. Oh, they look so in love. I wonder if his family was present. I swear, y'all, I'm really at a loss for words. Um, so I mean, that's just more hope to stalkers everywhere. If you're crazy. Just keep at it. Be persistent. Yeah. Don't give up. will prevail. He not stalled. He actually does yeah, love nigga, it. He wasn't stalled. Like Karen mm-hmm. said. Nah. He was not stalled. He was like, no. like, bitch, my wife is here. See, that's what, yeah. that's the outcome Fantasia is hoping that she will get. That's I, what I'm thinking. She, he love her. He love her. Um, there's this note about these teenagers that said, I just want to read this note. It's ridiculous. Uh, it got caught by a teacher. To my love. Hey, what's cracking, boo? With me, nothing. Just sitting here, staring at the walls and shit. Now, just, now, just kidding. I'm sitting here thinking about you. So when am I gonna get to see you? I wanna be. I wanna see you as soon as possible. Anyways, how much do you love me? I love you so much. Words can't even describe it. Um, you feeling me, baby girl? Anyways, when am I gonna get to beat up the pussy again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought it was. Check, do you like me? Check yes or no, huh? No, no, no. It's 2010, no, baby. We no, right long ahead. No. I can't believe they weren't texting. Oh. Yeah, which which lady would have made more sense. He going old school with the paper. Well, yes, well, we finally got into the meat of his argument. Now let's see if he can deliver a well-framed framed, uh, the rest of his discussion. When am I going to get to beat up the pussy again? Girl, you got some killer pussy for real. <laughs> yeah, he spelled killer upside down. I swear this nigga copied my Texas to come. <laughs> you straight up make a nigga come, scream, and holler. You And you got a fat ass, warm pussy. I don't want no nigga to hit it but me, because, girl, I'm telling you, from a man to a woman, 
You, these niggas probably you got some bomb ass. You got some bomb ass pussy. You sound like the dog pound. Some big titties. Titties spelled with two D's. Some titties. And a nice firm ass. I'm just loving the shit. I'm just loving the sick girl. I'm telling you. You got them Denver hoes beat like a mother. Wait, did Kobe write this? Like a motherfucker. Half of them are chicken heads. With flat ass booties on the real. Oh, he wrote this to a white girl. Uh, you need to school them and give them some tips on how to make they shit grow because uh, most of them are just some nasty dog ass hoes. <laughs> but do you know why I love you? Because <laughs> <laughs> you got some bomb ass They told a parent like this. <laughs> so much because you are real with it. You are just hella pretty and just the type of female a nigga like me wants to be down with. I still want to meet your little freak ass friend. Love you, Terrell, aka Bay. So this dude is in love. That was deep. That was deep. I mean, that's the kind of shit I wrote to you, and it worked. It did. That's how you get them. That's how you get them. You said, "Girl, I love you. You got some bomb pussy." When I smacked it from the back and jizzed on you, these other bitches are hood rat hoes, gang skeezers. But let me tell you why I love you. Let me count the ways. Cause your lips are so thick. Speaking of love, your throat is so deep. But I want to meet your friend too now. Yeah, yes, of course. He was definitely talking to a white girl. Uh, speaking of love, okay, niggas love chicken. And here's a story about niggas and chicken. Hey Eric, you, hey Eric, you've heard of road rage? Right? I have. Mm-hmm. What about drive through rage? Take a look at this just released surveillance video here. This Toledo, Ohio woman is facing charges after flying into a total rage in a McDonald's drive through <gasps> Officials oh. say 25-year-old Melanie Duchesne, who's punching there, snapped after being told it was too early for her to get chicken McNuggets. See, they were only serving breakfast. Wow. Yeah. The woman hit the employee in the mouth, then busted the window before racing away. Oh, See that? Bam. She faces assaults and vandalism charges. That looks like a boondock. It's only McNuggets. Not to her. <laughs> hey, hey, I do not like how the people in the newsroom were laughing. <laughs> they was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, anyway, I'm serious. It's funny. Yeah. Who's going to attack anybody over a 10 piece at McDonald's? It, w- it wasn't. It wasn't. She must have well, came for 1030. You know, breakfast started at 1030. That's right. Well, yeah, I mean, what's funny though is she did have a point. I mean, the same grease you use for the hash browns, you could throw some chicken nuggets in. I'm just saying. I mean, she could have waited. I mean, well, she didn't have time to wait. She had punching to do, and things to get get involved in. So she mm-hmm. gave a couple punches to the face. That's how you express love. When you love a bitch pussy so much that you had to punch her while she in labor because she got your hundred thousand dollar ring, then maybe one day y'all will understand. Okay? I guess I never will. Dang, get it, dog. Dang. No, yeah. I never will get it. Y'all ain't no pro. Stick with the pole. Stick with the pole. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Because that 50 piece at McDonald's ain't worth no jail time. I'm sorry. Alright, well, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips. T, did you enjoy yourself? I did. Alright, we're glad to have you. And anytime, you, you know, anytime we invite Will, you're welcome to come with them. Unless that's gonna mess up your style, Will. Because I know normally you bring Fantasia over here. Yeah, I know, man. I was looking forward to them thick lips, but, you know, I guess I gotta go home and wipe tonight. Yeah, I hate that we found your letter to Fantasia on the internet and I had to. But you ain't had to put me on blast like that, I mean, shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, babe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you can call the show 704 557 0186. And 
And we, I think we doubled the happy, loving couples in the studio at the same time. Oh, we did. Oh. It's oh, so much black so love that. going around. I hope I the listeners it. can handle it. I, can I hope it. they can too. And uh, don't forget to leave your comments on the Facebook page, Podomatic. Just search the Blackout Tips. Uh, same thing with iTunes. Um, and go to the blog, theblackouttips.blogspot.com. Click the donate button. Give us some money so we can keep on doing this shit for y'all. Yeah, we're going to um, have to expand that thing. Excuse me again, ain't we? We're going to max out, ain't we? I, I, man, we expand one more time. We had to go professional. That's the next level. <laughs> oh, we, no. we go professional, then niggas is going to have to start giving us uh, real sponsorships and shit. Like, we're going to have to be like on TV or some shit. But, um. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, make sure you guys leave comments and whatnot. And uh, email the show, theblackguytips at gmail.com. So, uh, until next time, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Roderick's Prime. I'm Say That Again, that S and D A T. And uh, I'm Mr. Underscore Montgomery. And I'm Mrs. Montgomery plus one. Even though Shannon ain't on Twitter. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, y'all don't look up. Now, because folks are not trying to look that up. Yeah. Don't look up, y'all. <laughs> Just hit Will up and then say, this is actually for T. And then he'll he'll forward your, your tweets on. I'm like, Will, tell your wife she sounded sexy on that show. Yeah, don't. Oh, that's what they did with his dad, man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your somebody, was, single. Somebody, somebody was like, this lady, she's like, my coworker listens to your dad's podcast three times in a row. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, should I even talk about this on the podcast? <laughs> Try to fuck up my parents' relationship? What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> alright, man. So, alright, baby. I'm out. Uh, I love you. I love you, too. And I love you. Oh, I love you. you love everybody me. full of love. Oh. Now, everybody, everybody, everybody get out their keys and let's swap. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can say whatever, I'ma do whatever, no pain is forever, yup, you know this Tougher than a lion, ain't no need in trying, I live with a scotting, yup, you know this Never lying that Brianna Rain just won't let us All black on, black town shades, black town babe I'ma rock this shit like fashion, as in going to the city